Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting, Uh, and Eleanor now. So now I get to d- direct my sciencey um, rambles at both of you. So I was thinking about lightning strikes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. How much? Oh, yeah, yeah, as you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much do you reckon elect- the, co- the electricity in a lightning strike costs if you were to use the same amount of electricity in your house? Are we it, talking out? power? What, you can do kilowatt hours. Kilowatt I, I, hours. Yeah, I want to know the cost. Kilowatt hours. Well, I reckon a bolt, a bolt of lightning. Exactly. How many gigawatts is it? One point twenty-one gigawatts. One twenty-one gigawatts. Do you have any idea what we're talking about? I have not the slightest idea. <laughs> okay, we're listening Back to the Future. Well, I'm going to oh, get. God, not for years. <laughs> okay, well there you go. Well, I'm going to get Back to the Future. It's I'm going to do it. It's important because this comes back in a minute. I'm going to so... calculate it first of all based on <laughs> Back to the Future estimations. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Right. So, so that's first off, a gigawatt's not a thing. Well, let's say a gigawatt is a thing. Okay, a yeah. gigawatt. A gigawatt. So that's is a like thing. that's one probably one to the nine. First off, do you think it's a? I think it's a lot of money. Just you know, empirically, you know, without figuring it out. I think it's think... a small amount of money okay. because See, it's a short amount of time. I'm going to make an estimate here that it's about a hundredth of a second that a lightning bolt. Maybe a bit more actually. Maybe like a fifth of a second, and it's one point twenty one gigawatt. <laughs> So what will go into that? Can... That'll be two. That'll be two hundred megawatt. Two hundred megawatts. So two hundred. Hang on. Two hundred <laughs> megawatts in to, Two hundred megawatts. Um. Oh no no. What am I saying? Two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred megajoules in total. Two hundred megajoules in total. <laughs> All right. So if you spread that out to an hour, I think it's probably enough to let me let me think enough to power a, a, a semi-detached house for two days. Wow, you are so wrong. <laughs> You're like outrageously wrong. And uh, well, I've had a bit longer. Ellen, Ellen right. Okay, so I'll, I'll go through it because I was thinking about it. I was wondering, like, you know, you get all these. So actually, there's a there's a gentleman uh, who works for Google. His name's this this is this is a true name. This is, it sounds made up. His name's Astro Teller. He's the guy who works for Google. And his he's job, like the nutritionist that works for McDonald's. You know yeah. what she's called? No, Anita Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, but Astro Teller's job at Google is uh, his, his official job title is he's uh, head of moonshots, right? And so, you know, when they have all these crazy ideas, like, could you power the, uh, could, could you uh, generate, um, uh, could you use the Earth's magnetic field to, to generate electricity and all these kind of wacky ideas that they have? You know, could we generate, could, is there an efficient way to get the internet around uh, the whole planet and things like that? So um, he, uh, I, I saw an interview with him. Um, and uh, he was talking about how they, he, one of the things they do there is that they try and fail the way they the way they work with it through these wacky ideas is they basically just try and disprove them like you know you work it out and and actually this one didn't he didn't he wasn't talking about bolts of lightning but it started made me think of it like you know is there enough electricity could you harness the bolts of lightning uh, and use it to power the world well, what's right? his face didn't he didn't like Franklin in Back to the do Future that, well he did in Back to the Future yeah but Franklin wasn't using it for much so anyway so here are the numbers right so there's about a billion joules in a, in a lightning bolt. Obviously, it varies hugely depending on the lightning storm. So I wasn't blah, blah, blah. far off with my approximation. I said 200 megajoules. 
It's about a billion joules. Yeah, one to two. So ten that's to close. So it's a close. thousand megajoules. So and I was close. At least I got that bit right. You're pretty close. And my estimation was based on bloody. Wait, we'll get Emmett there. McFly. We'll get, we'll get that. It wasn't Emmett. It, Emmett Brown. <laughs> Emmett Brown. Um, so, uh, how long do you think a lightning bolt, the average lightning bolt, lasts? I said a fifth of a second. Yeah, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Have a guess. Less than that. It is yeah. It's about. It's about it, between. It can be up to microseconds, but typically milliseconds. You know, so typically about a millisecond is how long. A, a, a thousandth of a second. Yeah, exactly. Which means you've got about 10 to the 6 watts, right? Because it's joules per second is a watt. Right. Um, which then means that if you divide that by 60 squared, which is exactly what you're trying to do in your head, you get about a quarter of a kilowatt hour is in, 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 a, in a thunderbolt. And that's assuming you could harness 100% of it, which obviously you couldn't because you need a mega capacity. Right, 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 right. No, how, no heat, right? A, how much of a quarter of a kilowatt hour? Yeah, it costs about 12... 25 kilowatt hours. Yes, yeah, it's about 12, it's about 12 and a half P, the average cost for a kilowatt hour in the UK, plus VAT, blah, blah, and all those other things. So let's round it up. So about 20 pieces. It's about four pence in the, in the cost of electricity in a lightning bolt, right? So then you're thinking, okay, so what do you think? That's, that seems nuts. Did like, you double check this? Yeah. So the the reason is is that you is because it's exactly as Eleanor said it's so short, mm. right? So actually it doesn't. The, although it's incredibly, you see sometimes it goes, but that's just the reef. Like in Ghostbusters, it was like when it went on the top of Zool, it was definitely like on the top for a while. Nick's physics is based exclusively on eighties. I was going to say you guys need to watch some more frequent films, more 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 recent films. Anyway. So I was I thinking think about. It, okay, I think it's so longer it, than that. Let's put it in terms. I think, it's, terms, longer no, it's, I mean, well, I think a lightning various... strike is longer than that. No, definitely not. Because you can measure it on. Because you need like the super. Fi- if you get your camera out, get your phone out. You, or maybe not your phone, but most modern phones will do slow motion. <laughs> right? <laughs> they'll do customer. about two. They'll do about two hundred frames Nokia a second. Nokia H two ten. Yeah. And if you run that, you, you'll see the whole lightning bolt in one frame. Right. Okay. Um, Interesting. And if you, you know, see these kind of super slow mo YouTube channels where they they have like basically they they try and record lightning strikes, you need about a thousand frames a second, you know, in order to be able to see the propagation of a lightning bolt. So it's, you, you, I mean, it does vary, you know, probably an order of magnitude either way, but that's about the median time. Anyway, I was thinking about right. Imagine we take a a thirty watt like high energy light bulb. So I mean, I thought let's they say let's thirty watt is not high energy. Sorry, the l- low energy light bulb. Right. You know, like LED. So I've just been refurbishing my house. So all of my light bulbs are really low energy, um, but they uh, have the kind of equivalent wattage. So something like that light bulb there is equivalent of a hundred watt bulb, but it's only th- I think it's about twelve watts because it's LED based, right? So let's say a thirty-eight light uh, a thirty-eight watt light bulb times sixty seconds. Uh, so so watts joules per second. So times up to minutes is times sixty times sixty times twenty-four times three hundred and sixty-five days a year. What do you reckon that is? Oh my that's one point twenty one gigawatts. <laughs> oh my god! Really? <laughs> and that's yeah. So that that tells you how much a gigawatt is, which costs about fifty quid. So so the, so the Back to the Future, if 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 genuinely it was a, it was a gigawatt, it would cost about fifty pounds uh, in electricity, but actually right. costs about four pence. Okay. So they were just they were way off. Well, I'm I'm very surprised <laughs> because my I would have thought uh, it would be more energy in the a bolt of lightning than that. So. And that assumes you could you could harness the whole thing. And actually, when you go around it, there's just not enough lightning around the globe, not even close. There's to even po- to even power like the US or anything like that. Well, there you go. I wonder if you could harness the entire thing, like you get all that energy, you yeah. wouldn't be able to hear any thunder, right? Or is uh, the sound energy too high up? That's true. Yeah, I don't know. You have to think about that. Um, if you could harness all, then you it would it would be silent. That would be weird. Yeah. You'd have to harness it. Bef- you'd have to have a really short capacitor plate so mm. you didn't have time for the anyway 
Yeah, so uh, lightning bolts. A bolt of lightning! This is Postdoc Soapbox. Keep it clean, folks. I hate when people leave one aliquot in the communal box and then expect you to prepare more. My colleagues and students keep leaving coffee cups in the offices and lab spaces to go moldy. Messy, unclean people are the worst. There's nothing more frustrating than setting out to do work, finding dirty glassware and having to stop to clean first. People leaving lids open on actor bottles. Dust and shit get in there, yo. Who's taken the scissors again? Why can we never find any scissors? They're always on the shelf next to the parafilm, to cut the parafilm. Why can't people just put them back there after using them? When the biohazard bin is approximately 500 million billion gloves too full. If you use the last consumable, and leave the empty box on the shelf, I will find you and I will destroy you. We have a lab manager, and her job is literally to manage a lab, and yet I've never seen her lift a single fucking finger to do anything. I know we're meant to reorder things ourselves, but heck lady. You could at least put the effort into pretending to do your job. I love the music. <laughs> it's the best fit. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Messy oh. people. Messy people in the lab. Well, you're a messy person, Steve. That's not starters. True. You are. I've seen where you've seen seen the the styes in which you work. <laughs> you are quite messy. Are you denying being messy? I don't think I'm messy. You're quite messy. I'm definitely. Maybe not. you've changed. I mean, the last time I really worked in a lab with you was probably in 2010. So. Well, I. You were definitely messy then. I'm definitely not messy. Really? Yeah. I used to. I used to spend at least a day. At least half a day cleaning and aligning a microscope and getting everything ready for the following day's experiments. Yeah, but that just general like not leaving bits of wrappers and tubes and things lying around. Well, during an experiment, I just need I do do what needs to be done, Nick, to get results. Oh, I see. I don't I don't mess around. You're messy during experimentation. But I just need to get get the data. Science Uh, doesn't look back on and go, oh, well, Nick was really good at lining up bottles. They say, did he or did he not get the paper? (laughs) That's what I care about. Well, I I believe in tidying up as you go along. Well, so you never get any work done. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like, um, obviously, you need a tidy. It's a t- I can see how people complain, but my expectation of everyone in my lab is to leave it, leave everything completely filthy and dirty the whole time. If they do anything else, I'm surprised. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I and so I. I don't know. Am it's I, annoying if there's someone in the lab making a right mess. There's one person that just doesn't pull their weight. I think. I think that's definitely true. Mm. Do you do you have to do, do you have a little lab cleaning rotor? We do, but I don't bother myself with it. Do you ever? I don't do any cleaning in the lab. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that other people arrange that sort of thing. Okay, so this is all below you. I don't even have to engage. I delegate. I don't even have to even engage in this I, postdoc. So I but, delegate it, and then when there's a problem, then I address the problem. You come in, fee five oh who dare? It's just like, have you seen that program, The Incredible Hulk? Yeah, it's kind of like that. That program. Yeah, <laughs> it's got Lou Ferrigno in it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do you do you work in a messy lab? Uh, we or you have done. What, have you worked in a messy lab in the past? In the past, yes. I, I think I think the main conflict is is uh, it tends to arise when there are people who don't pull their weight, mm. and but I think that there's equally 
problems with people who very loudly pull their weight. We have... Ah, that's true. Uh, in the past, not in my current position, uh, <laughs> we have had people who are very loud about how much cleaning they're doing. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that it's best to just be quiet about all things, always. <laughs> <laughs> just stop Agreed. Yeah. I mean, there's a good example. Who was he? Um, the chap who... Um, oh, what's he called? Anyway, there's a chap, that. Leo Szilard, right? Famous guy, patented the atomic bomb. Right, I didn't he, know. He first came up with the idea of a chain reaction and patented it, lodged it with the British Admiralty. But he was notoriously lazy. And he was involved in the, you know, when the um, Enrico Fermi built the first nuclear pile mm-hmm. in squash courts in Chicago. Leo Szilard wouldn't do any physical labour, very inconsiderate. Just, Just wouldn't, wouldn't muck in. That's the fun Roundly bit. hated. That's the fun Never bit. won a Nobel Prize. Right. Yeah. Just so, saying. So to, just, just, just saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not be related. <laughs> just throwing that in. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Well, maybe we should all be a bit more considerate in the lab. Yes. Listen to Steve, everyone. Steve, look at my arms. Look at my arms. Eleanor, look at my arms. Look at them. Yeah. Look oh, at my arms. It looks like you've been doing experiments on yourself, Nick. Actually, listeners, what it looks like is Nick's had, clearly had a series of plasters on his arm that um, have been torn off and he hasn't washed himself properly. So there's all the kind of residual glue that's still on his arms, on both of his forearms. What have you been up to, Nick? I had uh, someone do an experiment on me. Right, what have they been doing? They were... Um, so we we are trying to we develop... Should, I'm, I'm going to take a picture of your arm so we can... I'll do it in a minute. We, can we, are, trying, we are trying to develop a new cream for skin wound healing. Right. Made of something. Are secret. you going to be rich soon? No. That sounds exactly like the type of thing that could, like, you could sell to, like, you know, AstraZeneca for a billion pounds. We're definitely not going to be rich. But we'll have a go. Anyway, so it's a special new cream. I'm not going to tell you what's in it, actually. Top secret. Yeah. It's kind of based on a clay a clay type thing. So it's right. like soil. We've talked about put, it before. You're putting, putting mud on your arms. A little bit, but it's like synthetic. Synthetic mud. Clean, Fake mud. clear, well-defined Is it organic mud? mud? Uh, no, the, it's the inorganic. Opposite. It's the opposite. <laughs> anyway, um, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So, so what's yeah, it going? <laughs> if you saw someone with that on their arms it just randomly like, on a it, train, what would you think? Uh, ooh, someone un- was sitting unwashed. there like that. You just think unwashed. Um, I honestly, I thought it was like an allergy test or something. You were it having. does look like yeah. an allergy test. If you've had that, that, those sometimes they draw a little box, don't they, or a series of boxes on your arms. Do a little and put, scratch test. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, I mean, it, I think that's fair enough. I think that's probably what I might conclude as well. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, we're testing it. But this isn't. There's no actual of the cream there. This is positive control. And listeners, positive controls means that you you do something that you know will make a bad response or some kind of response so that you've got something to compare it against. You know that your own experiment will work. So this positive control was something with something called sodium laureth sulfate. That's soap. Yeah, basically soap. So if you ever look in shampoo or shower gel or any kind of liquid soap or any goo, the, the gooey bit of it is almost certainly sodium laureth sulfate. 
In fact, after I did that, I went to stay with a friend of mine in Birmingham, and he's got two daughters, about 12 years old, mm-hmm. and we were talking science because they just started doing science at school. <sighs> so I showed them Young my... minds for the moulding. Exactly. I showed them my weird arms. That you did experiments on yourself. Uh, like Uncle Nick, this crazy scientist, I think it's experiments like on that. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look him in the eye. <laughs> exactly. They thought it was a bit weird. It yeah. is a bit weird, to be honest. But yeah, that's soap. So that's what happens if you put soap on your arm for 24 hours. So basically, we have these little things. He's got, so, listen, he's got a little red mark on his, on his arm about the size of a 5p piece. Yeah. It, several of them, actually. Yeah. Four of them. Um, and it's gone a bit dry now, but straight after I did it, there was sort of red niche But it's basically what you do is you get a little um, sort of metal cup and it's underneath a sticking plaster and then you put your stuff in the metal cup and then you stick it down with the sticking plaster. So the little, the test stuff is Face next the to mic, Nick. There you go. The, the test yeah. stuff is next to your skin. Um, and basically that causes some kind of irritation. And then you measure stuff at the end of it. Like you measure how much your skin is evaporating water and, and things like that. So the goal is going to be used for what? What's what you're going to use it for? Slapping it on a skin wound. So when you've actually the idea, you'd have you'd be burned or you'd have a well, cut. Well, actually, or what, actually, the indication would be ulcer, ulcers. Okay. So people who have got um, diseases like diabetes and problems with the blood flow, they tend to get damaged skin in their extremities, the feet, uh, rapidly leads to is an ulcer. Is this an academic thing? This seems to me that this is kind of industry could do this. Well, I don't like, know. You've got to find out how it works, first of all. You've uh, got to find mechanisms. So you're so actually interested in yeah, okay, fair why, enough. why it works, which is not that straightforward. So that's kind of why we're doing it. But anyway, self-experimentation. There's a lot of self-experimentation. Oh, we've got some history coming up. I can well, just a couple of nuggets. Like, because you know the guy who got the... No- you know stomach ulcers? Uh, I'm aware of stomach ulcers. Yeah. Do you know how they were... How, um, do you know what causes stomach ulcers? Mm, I don't know. Stress. That's what people thought. Right. Until the 80s. And some guy, a, a team of people, actually Australians, um, <laughs> they... Um, There's a discerning nod from Ellen. They had a high... They had a hypothesis that it, they were caused by bugs, not stress. So they did um, experiments where they basically... Well, actually, he did it himself. He gave himself stomach ulcers by drinking a solution of uh, Heliobacter, Heliobacter pylori which is the bacterium, gave himself stomach ulcers and proved that you could cure them with antibiotics. But that wouldn't all of the antibiotics... So, hold on a sec. So this is a, this is a bug that lives, can lives, lives in your stomach, so it can live in high, highly acidic environments. Is that right? <clears throat> yeah. And but that, that's unusual just for, by, by itself, isn't it? Most bacteria can't live in pH uh, 1. Uh, I think so. I don't know so much about the... the no the natural history of the bacterium but it's just an interesting story of uh, self-experimentation one of the big problems is that to treat stomach ulcers people take things to reduce the acid content in their stomachs right which makes them even more uh, susceptible to things that like to live in your stomach and give you stomach ulcers right so uh if you start so we should make feeling... it more acidic yeah i guess mm, just drink battery acid mm-hmm. it was barry so marshall and Rob- robin warren they were called from perth but basically, yeah, they they, pre- they so they proved they had a really hard time convincing people. I bet. This. So they they proved so this it. is only in the eighties. I think it was. I'll have to just very quickly check. The but fact, yeah, the fact I think it was rel- relatively recently. So um, I'll have to. Have I mean, a you fact have check. to really. Do you know? I tried to do some self experimentation for one of my uh, papers, and I was blocked by ethics. 
Yeah, you can't do it as part of. I mean, it was nineteen. It was nineteen eighty-two, basically. Yeah. Uh, early eighties. Yeah. So you can't you can't do stuff on yourself because you've got um, you have to do it on other people. So I try, we, But I'm not the subject. Someone else is doing these experiments on me. I'm so a subject. Yeah, but I tried to. Um, so we had this paper that we were looking at in the spinal fluid of people. Um, and I wanted to do the test that we developed on my spinal fluid, but I couldn't get anyone, any physician, to give me a spinal tap because apparently it's unethical. So I said, so, so my colleagues who are physicians, I had to then say, look, you're forcing me to go into the black market to go and get a, to get a, a spinal tap in a dirty alley just because you won't do it. And I said, no. So There's also allowed. another story about spinal taps. And oh, good. <laughs> In the late 1890s, when they were trying to, they were doing experiments trying to find ways anesthesia. So they were injecting cocaine into people's spinal cord. Spinal oh, cord. I bet that feels good. <laughs> so they, hit, one of them anesthetized himself. Um, but because, I mean, basically they just screwed up when they were doing the experiment. So one of them, this guy called. These are the glory days, aren't they? Where you could August just inject Deer. cocaine into yourself. He ended up with a hole in his neck, and the cerebrospinal fluid began to ooze out of the hole in his hole in the back of his neck. Anyway, so he basically... <laughs> it's quite funny. I don't really know. I'm really... So the source here is New Scientist from a long time ago, actually. Okay. So the two men switch places. He's got the hole in his neck now. <laughs> this guy all gets beer. Yeah. Uh, rather than the band and the effort, the two men switch places. So um, once the other guy had been anaesthetised, because so, it didn't go well with him being anaesthetised, just swap, just sort of crack on. Yeah. Forget that. Be fine. Right. Don't worry about yeah, it. Just rub a bit of Vaseline in there. <laughs> Just run so it off beer, like a stitch. So once Bill Brown had been anaesthetized, Beer stabbed, hammered, and burned his assistant, pulled out his pubic hairs, and presumably eager to leave no turn in testing the new methods of efficiency, squashed his testicles. Because he was because I think they he was taking so high. Cocaine. Yeah, yeah, he's just he proving that it. he didn't feel any pain. Wow. Anyway, they both suffered terribly in subsequent days. Well, there you go. Do you know as well, Pierre Curie, this is a crazy one, with radium, he used to just tape it to his arm to show that it burned. So he'd get a bit of radium, put it underneath a bit of gaffer tape and stick it around his arm. It's bloody insane. Wow. Heard of J.B.S. Haldane as well? I've never heard of J.B.S. Haldane. J.B.S. Haldane's an interesting guy. Have you heard of J.B.S. Haldane? I know the name Haldane. Okay. Very famous, J.B.S. Haldane. He was a bit of a raconteur. Mm -hmm. He was one of the original genetic genetics eugenics it was called back then mm. before eugenics was associated with very very bad things yeah he was actually the phd supervisor of um uh john maynard smith ah. who was a game theory geneticist so there's and a, and a world war ii uh, airplane designer was he really he was yeah well jbs Haldane was in the first world war and he was nuts mm. and he loved the first world war he had a great time found it exhilarating <laughs> and for fun behind the trenches he would occasionally just cycle a bike and he said the Germans, the Germans were always too surprised to fire their weapons to suddenly just see this guy on a bike. Whoa. So, <laughs> so I'm imagining like Blackadder goes forth, like the trench warfare, and he just popped on his bike he, and cycled across like, no man's land. Like stuff, there were concrete things or something, and he right. just somehow sort of cycled between one and another. So he was like target but practice. But he just did it for a for thrill. The Germans. But he also, sorry, this is rambling now, but he also. <laughs> He also <laughs> you know he, what, Nick, that's okay. he did some of the first self experimentation on the effects of compre high pressure on mental function. So they go in like a big hyperbaric chamber, yeah, big hyperbaric chamber, and switch it on till they all passed out or went weird. <laughs> and apparently, he, he, he had he, he um these are the glory he burst days, his eardrum they? so many times he had a permanent hole in one eardrum, 
But one of the I've got a quote here. Yeah, it said uh, the drum generally heals up, but um, if a hole remains in it, although one is somewhat deaf, one can blow tobacco smoke out of the ear in question, <laughs> which is a social accomplishment. <laughs> oh, so hopefully that... I'll be able to. I, I still don't have an anecdote that good for my arms, but maybe in the future it will. Yeah, you're gonna get. Pop out. You're gonna get superhero powers <laughs> as if if my uh, if my following of. Uh, movies has taught me anything that yeah. you're, you're gonna have some kind of magic power soon like boris johnson <laughs> the incredible hulk that's right he's gonna hulk out topical nick i think we need a competition do we yeah um not it's not wrestling again why front wrestling <laughs> i didn't like it the last time we did that i felt things got a bit too intimate between the two of us be the first time. I prefer not to go there again. <laughs> at least I'll wear my mask, or at least pretend I'm some anonymity. So you see, we can make Ellen feel like even more uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Dude, you guys want to play a game called Gestation? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like we need a with a jingle for that. I do. Nick, Nick you're gonna have to work on that. Gestation. Oh my God. It's it's an existing uh, sort of pub game. I can't claim that I've invented this one, but it does. Uh, it's compulsory to have an exclamation point in the title. Okay. Gestation. So is, yes. Like uh, I like it. It's like um, frustration. That was a game, <laughs> or a board operation. game, or operation. What was frustration? Um, it was a bit like Ludo, uh, okay. but it had a dice in a sort of um, a plastic chamber, and you. You pushed it down and the dice would pop, pop in yeah. the chamber and then you try and get to the middle, your counters. Board games are really expensive. I bought Settlers of Catan the other day. It's like 50 quid. I would have thought that board games are... You wouldn't buy board games. Board games are very in. But Steve's a bit of oh. techno dude, isn't he? He's got, <laughs> he's got, an, he's got a motorised vacuum cleaner. His whole house runs on Alexa. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't seem very you, board games. I like a board game. Do you? Yeah, to real pursuit. I've got the 1984 Genesis edition over there with the extra cards. I think I've got that one too. Yeah. Um, can you name the actor who played the saint before Roger Moore? <laughs> That's one. <laughs> but there's a question in it. Ian Ogilvy. Ian Ogilvy. I, I know it. I have, I've had to tear up a couple of the cards on Trivial Pursuit because the chemistry has been wrong. Oh. Just been like so bad. Sometimes it's kind of a bit ambiguous and you let it through, but sometimes I just have to rip it up because it's not good enough. Oh dear. There's a question in that saying how many... Um, how many cherubs are there on the Trivial Pursuit board? <laughs> Everyone just oh, looks right. around counting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Is it genus or genius? It's genius edition. It's genus. It's genius. It's spelt G-E-N-U-S. Isn't it genius? No, it's spelt genus. Is it? Why genus then? <laughs> <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Anyway, let's play Gestation. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the jingle will play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so the way this game works okay. is I will give each of you an animal. Yep. Uh, actually, do you know what we're going to do? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get some paper yes, because I don't paper. want you to cheat. Okay. Um, I want you both to I be would, providing... I would definitely cheat. You'll definitely so you know. cheat? I would definitely cheat. Okay. Okay, All right. <laughs> so you know. All right, at least we're all going in prepared. <laughs> right, we've got pens. You two right. can play so, along at home. So, <laughs> so how does it work? Explain. All right. I found so, a thread on the internet called... And the, the thread's called... Why is the original version of Trivial Pursuit <laughs> called the Genesis Edition? Was it a typo? <laughs> Amazing. Look at this quality content we're generating from all the shedlings. <laughs> Nick randomly it. looking at Reddit posts. It's a straight dope. <laughs> right. How does this work? 
All right. So to play gestation, I will present you with. Uh, can you say gestation? Better. Uh, I'll present you with an animal. <laughs> yeah. And then you will write down in months or weeks, whichever or days, whichever you think is appropriate, mm. uh, what the gestation period of that animal is. Oh okay. Goodness. And then whoever's closest gets the point. Yes. Okay. How many, how many animals have we got? I mean, look, I can keep googling animals until the cows <laughs> come home. I've got, I've got. Uh, sort of seven because I feel like okay. that means that forces a winner. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and yeah, there's some there's some Nick, interesting ones cheating. in there. Stop looking at the internet. Sorry, no cheating. <laughs> Still trying to find out the genus thing. Okay. And so the writing of the uh, of the answers is just so that when one of you presents your answer, the other can't steal so, it. Or yeah, I always feel yeah. like on countdown when they go, like, "How did you do the numbers?" Oh, the same as you. <laughs> they go, "Let's have a look." And then they go like that. <laughs> it's a very cursory thing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, I'm good. All right, round one of gestation. 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 Elephants. How long oh does an elephant typically gestate? So I'll write the young. unit as well. Yeah, we need units. Well, as with any scientific answer, you should always have units. Yes, that's SI true. SI units. All right. 24 months. I said 18 right. months. Okay, the correct answer is 22 months. Oh. That's one point to Steve. It is, it is a long gestation period. Yeah. Um, is, and apparently it? there was a study done on why elephants uh, have such long gestation periods. And it's because their babies are born really smart. They have to be... Uh, they have to have their brains developed enough to start forming all the social connections in the very complex social groups. Yeah. Uh, and also their trunk is very difficult to kind of be dexterous with. So they're basically cooking up a big brain for 22 months. Round Next. two. Round two. The North American porcupine. Jesus Christ. The North American bloody porcupine. There's a lot of different types of porcupines and they have wildly different gestation periods. Have you ever seen a North American porcupine? Don't think so. In the wild. I'm just still trying to think of a number. They live I'm in trees. To... Do they? Yeah. That's and apparently awesome. uh, their babies uh, suffer from the sort of fatality rating uh, of just falling out of trees. A lot of the young don't make it because they just plummet out of the tree branches. It's a strong selection pressure yeah. for good for good uh, climbing skills. Okay. All right. All right. What you got? I went four, first last time. Four months. I said six months. It's another one for Steve. It's seven months. Oh, oh Christ. Pick me. Oh, I love seven winning. months for a porcupine. I yep. love winning. They're born with with sort of slight, slightly soft and spongy quills because otherwise it's presumably unpleasant. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to come out backwards. We're staying at a geographically similar location for round three. The North American <laughs> possum or the opossum. You know those hideous looking yeah, bin possums? Yeah, they, like, um, they look like some kind of satanic creature mm. that's cooked up in a... Right, I'm going to say... That was me writing. We need elevator music. <laughs> All right, you both okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, Steve. 22 weeks. Nick? Mm, four months. It's 12 days. No, no way! Yes, another clue. This is the shortest uh, gestation period. Uh, what did you say? Live birth. Four months. What's that? 16, 16 weeks. weeks. What so did you, you say? Win. 22 weeks. Yeah! <laughs> How long is it? 12 days. I do not believe it. <laughs> they, they churn out uh, babies at an extreme rate. They can have 50, uh, 50 bubby opossums in one batch. The in female, 12 days? In they 12 make 50 days. possums in so 12 days. So they're marsupials, uh, which means that they'll kind of give birth to little jelly bean things that then live in, right. in them for, um, I guess... Long enough that they can survive outside. Yeah. Um, but interesting, they are um, bifid 
Do you guys know what that means? I have no idea what that means. Bifid. So, bifid. Bifid. <laughs> they like men and women. <laughs> so the females have two lateral vagina and two uteruses, uteri. Wow, like Klingons have two hearts. Yeah, and the, the male possums have two penises. So, you Do know. They, can they both function simultaneously? Yeah. I guess that's how you get 50 babies at once. That's some kinky stuff, man. <laughs> well kinky. Right. Number four. To say it with confidence. That's what you have to do. <laughs> right, good. Seahorses. Seahorses. Oh, I know something special about the seahorses, but... Uh, I mean, this is... the. This is. I feel like I'm going to have to... Who's who's going first this time? Uh, you can go first if you want. I said three days. Okay. Well, it's just clearly wrong because we've just been told <laughs> that the possum is the shortest of all gestation periods. It's a mammal. What? That, that's true. Seahorses are... I used to say mammals. Mm. Mm. What did you say? I said four weeks. What's the answer? Four, oh, gosh. It's, it's, uh, it's a wide range. You can fight over this one. It depends on the species. 10 to 25 days. 10 to 25 days. So four, four, four weeks is pretty good. And what did you say? You said three days. I said three days. So I think I'll I think that. I think maybe Steve gets that one. Day. Yeah. Twenty-five to twenty-eight. That's three. Yeah. Three to seven. Was mm. it seven the first one? Uh, ten to twenty-five days. Oh, Does that mean yeah. I've won the game? I think. Uh, I think not you've... yet. No, because there's seven, aren't there? Yes. Uh, you're winning three-one. Got... Yes. All right. Everything anyway, to play for. Seahorses. Yeah. What was sea your seahorses? Well, I mean, first of all, they're fish, so technically there is no gestation because the fertilization occurs externally and second of all the males incubate them in like a special pouch yeah in seahorses but i presume, presume you mean that that, that 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 time frame is when they come out the egg is that right and they start swimming about on their own okay i think that's what I'm, that's the spirit I, of the yeah so i think because they're they're gestated internally they're they're technically live births but so, maybe google so it should can be zero mm, yeah we, we come back to it all right Anyway, seahorses. Oh, I like they did this. a good song, didn't they, in the 1990s? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, Chasing the Sun? Blinded no, by the Blinded sun. by the Sun. Damn it. <laughs> and then Mark and Lard did a, did a uh, cover. They named the, the Shire Lard. Horses. Did they do a, like, they Well, do they like did loads of, cover of, it. Loads of um, alternately worded versions of popular songs of the late 90s. Okay. <laughs> like Weird Al Yankovic. Fascinating for the millennials, this conversation, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I still count as a millennial. Millennial elder. Me. No, you don't. I do. Look it up. Only in some weird. <laughs> <laughs> Gather round, children. He Any has a tell? robot vacuum cleaner. He's a millennial. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't listen to Taylor Swift, though. How do you know? True. Okay. <laughs> you, exactly. You meet the test. Is Come that, on, is next that, one. Is that your metric? <laughs> <laughs> Must have a robot vacuum cleaner, eat avocado, and least listen to Taylor Swift. I didn't say anything about avocado. <laughs> anyway, next one. Right. All right, round five. Uh, chimpanzee. Oh my! Right, Steve. I went for eight months, okay. slightly less than the human. I went for six months. Oh, is it seven? Steve's got it. Oh. Oh. What is it? Eight months. Eight, eight to nine months. Yeah. Dang on. They're, they're just like us. They're just like Steve's us. They're just like us. My ass. This is like wolves against bloody that other team, Chelsea, at the weekend. <laughs> got whopped. Wouldn't know. Oh. Sports. Yeah. Come on, let's get this over. All right, let's do. Let's do the last couple. <laughs> We'll see if you can claw back some yeah, some dignity at least. Nah, very unlikely. <laughs> All right, horses. You've met Nick, right? There's no dignity there. Horses. Right. Horses. Uh, okay. This is just uh, like a guessing game. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can think about it a little bit. Like, it's obvious. I mean, generally, it's got to correlate with mass, 
right? So big things are going to take longer to make than small things. Because the, 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 one would imagine that the, the division rate of cells and like is, 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 is a similar process, right? Yes, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So it can't be, it's not like, it's not like horse, yeah. horse uh, cells are going to undergo mitosis at 10 times the rate of pig cells. Well, how do you explain the opossum then? It's the weird. North American opossum? Or the anteater. They're the same size. Uh, no, possums are way smaller than anteaters. Mm, slightly. No, an anteater must weigh 10 kilos. Anyway, horse. Okay, yeah. horse. Six months, I said. Uh, 14 months. Steve's got it. Oh! Oh, it's, it's, you've won this one. It's, it's uh, 11 to 12 months. Right. Um, interesting fact about horse birth. Uh, horses typically eat their own placentas. Uh, apparently an instinct from uh, when they were wild, you don't want to leave traces of blood around the place, so you just mm. clean up after yourself. That's how sheep got scrapey as well, because they eat the placentas. Mm. Um, I think that's how scrapey's transmitted. There's a fact of veterinary medicine fact there for you. <laughs> so I'm losing at the moment, 5-1. Right. All right, the, the, Come final, on. the final, final one. one. The humpback whale. The humpback whale. I mean, according to my philosophy here, this should be the longest, and we know it's not the longest. So, um, but it's not going to be twelve days. I guarantee you that. It is. I can. I can reveal it's longer <laughs> than twelve days. I've said. I've made. I've changed my mind a couple of times here. Um, I've said nineteen months. I said eighteen months. It's eleven months. Oh. No. Wow. <laughs> eleven months. Yeah. Make a whole baby whale. Yeah. I didn't like that quiz. <laughs> <laughs> that was my least brilliant. favorite quiz. I think it's. I think, we do, can we play some more? Of it's a biology quiz. <laughs> Does that hurt even more? If you'd said if you said mouse, I would have known exactly. How long? What how the long mouse, is mouse? Twenty-one days. Yeah. Same as a chick. Um, yeah. But um, congratulations, Steve. I tip my hat to your logic and factual any, knowledge. But come skills. on, like, is there anything we can rather than just the guessing game? Is like, so what? What factors determine? gestation period because mass must be into must be part of it and as you're saying complexity of of mind so does it scale with like the the mass of the brain it might do so uh one of the one of the things you can kind of look at it is through the lens of efficiency so when you look at animals like an opossum yeah uh and mice and anything that has sort of big litters of babies that are likely to be eaten you want to put as little Effort. energy and effort into producing offspring as possible so that right. you're not so investing tur- a lot so turtles then you would think would be quick because they, yeah. they have hundreds of them don't they yeah i'd, I'd expect so we could yeah. we could google that and check if that sort of matches the the yeah. idea very interesting i've enjoyed my first game of gestation how about you nick um it- i found it interesting <laughs> um i like the i like the opossum facts <laughs> um but yeah i wasn't so keen on some of the other ones <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for, for <laughs> round two. That's great, man. Do you enjoy this? I'm loving this, this new format of Eleanor. Yeah. It's lovely. Oh, 
Thanks, guys. I have to behave more. I feel like I have to behave myself a bit more. I think you do. We yeah. have to be politer to each other. Yeah, I, I don't feel. like that so much. Yeah. But how can we make this so we can we can be miserable to each other again? Don't know. Okay. What's oh, maybe wrestling. <laughs> I think I'd win that. Nick. Topless wrestling, you'd easily win it. Yeah. <laughs> I've I don't got think, quite does, a bit of bulk, does, low does, centre of gravity. I can really topple make... you. I just go low. <laughs> just take out his knees. Go low. Like Ram Man. So you're going to have topless, topless wrestling to try and make me feel more comfortable here. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> you just sit on the sofa and watch. <laughs> That'd be totally appropriate. Oh, uh, maybe we can just flick each other with wet towels. <laughs> Join us next time. For wet towel flicking in the oh, side shed. God. Anyway, Steve, how do how do the listeners get in touch with us? Uh, they can tweet us, probably. I'm at uh, Steve the Chemist. I'm at the Evans Lab. What are you, Ella? I'm at Elamanor, E-L-A-M-A-N-O-R. Uh, or they can just tweet the science shed, which is at the science shed. They can. Look um, forward to hearing from you, listeners. Indeed. Catch you up next time. Bye. Bye.